April showers bring spring flower. Wait, what is this saying? April showers brings May flowers. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> All right. April showers brings May flowers. Welcome to the Fact Off. Welcome to the Fact Off. Your weekly battle of facts, y'all. Alex is the host, not a slack off. Mike's got the facts that'll smack, y'all. But don't worry, cuz Pat's got your back, y'all. It's the Fact Off. It's the Fact Off. Yeah, it's the Fact Off. Yeah. Welcome to the weekly fact battle. Welcome to the Fact Off. That's right, I said it twice. And the whole song said it. A few times. Alex is not here, so I'm filling in the host duties. I'm Mike, and I'm here with Pat. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and we're just we're just getting right into it. It's uh, do, do you have any um banter? Woody banter in the beginning of the show, Pat, to to give the I audience. Think, I think it's my job to remind everyone that you are the hot steam machine, Mikey Sands, the Mike Man. Are you just gonna go through the Rolodex of like inside jokes from the show real quick, and then so yeah, we got to get out of the way. Get out of the way. I um, think we've been over the last few episodes. We have been voting on what we should call you, and I think we should just call you all of the names in one long sentence every time. <laughs> the honorable hot steam machine, Mikey Sands, the Mike Man. Yes, it almost yeah. sounds like the Milkman, but instead Mike Man. Yeah, but like the Milkman, you uh. You sleep with a lot of people's wives, right? Well, no. That's incorrect, Pat. <laughs> that that's, the, that's not a fact in the fact off. So if anybody uh, is a new listener here, what we do on the fact off is each one of us, usually there's three, but today there's just two. But we each bring in a fact, and you, the listeners at home, can vote on which one your favorite is. And uh, now's the time to tally up the votes and f- figure out who won last week. Really got to start v- tallying up the votes before we start. It I takes know. forever. It, it does take forever. <laughs> it's hard to count all. Count up to 10, you know. It uh, takes a second. That uh, is generous. <laughs> rounding up, you know. <laughs> uh, and the winner is uh, Pat. Hey, thank you, everybody. I can't believe it. It, it most certainly it couldn't be him. Alex because he's not even here. Am I correct that I was the only person who got votes? Yeah, you did. Is it true that Alex was so ashamed that he uh, decided not to record tonight? He was so embarrassed. And I I should be uh, saddling some of that shame because we recorded an episode last week (laughs) where I forgot to hit the record button. Yeah, we were supposed to. Yeah, this should be a pre-recorded. I guess they're all pre-recorded. Let's episodes. pull. Let's pull the curtain back a little bit, real quick. Yeah, Alex and expose us. And we were going to record two episodes last week, and we did record two episodes. I recorded two episodes last week. Alex recorded two episodes last week. Mike only recorded one episode last week. Yeah, that's why Alex is not here to wow us with his witty banter's. And I know you're thinking, you're like, well, at least you probably didn't get through the entire episode before you realized that you weren't recording. But no, it was when Alex was reading off the names of the episode, or names of the facts, and Mike goes, oh, crap. <laughs> Did not record. Yeah, but it happens. And it's a shameful experience that I had, but sorry, I interrupted your victory fact. Again, if you're new to this show, the person who wins the vote uh, gets... Their fact gets placed into the Smithsonian. 
Smithsonian <laughs> annals of historical facts. The air and space and, one, though. And, yeah, that one. And they get to share a victory fact. And Something near facts. and dear to their heart that, like, you know, piques their fancy. This fact strikes their fancy. so much to me and means so much to one listener out there. Did you know that there is a patch of seaweed making its way towards Florida? Oh, no. That is an estimated 5,000 miles wide, which is about double the width of the United States, and it's heading towards Florida. I, I'm happy that you summarized Alex's fact from the unrecorded episode from last week because he could have just said that and his fact would have been over. No, there's other facts there. It's like poisonous and other things. <laughs> Snooze. And that's, and that's all you'll ever get from us. You won't get the rest of the fact. Thanks that fact God. would have won. It would not have won. <laughs> People are going to vote for that fact this week. In fact, uh, you should put up, just put seaweed uh, blob fact for Alex and see if people vote for it. As your victory. Okay, I'll, I'll put an other. They, if somebody remembers to write it in, they can write in seaweed blob fact. Oh, they have to actually type it in. If it If it's not... If they and they have to wrong, get it exact. Yeah. If they type in a different word other than seaweed blob fact, it's not getting counted. And they have to spell it like Alex spelled it, which was S-E-E-W-E-A-D. Completely wrong. Both words were wrong. That's how he spells? Yeah. And now what do we do next? It's time to jump into Pat's facts, 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 fun facts. <laughs> fact, I thought you were going to sing the song. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> it's just saying factacular over and over again. All right. This is, uh, we're just going to keep, we this. you know what? This is a new uh, soft reboot. We're just restarting the show without Alex. This is how you find out, Alex. We're just going to yeah. do it without you. We voted him off the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just going to give you five facts or a random fact calculator. This is kind of just like, you know, let your hair down, you know, relax a little bit. Take a sip of your wine as you're listening to Fact Off by the Fireplace. And here's some quick facts from a fact calendar provided by your lovely host, Mike. Oh, thank you. First up, it's estimated that the Colosseum in Rome could hold up to 55,000 spectators, which is as many as Dodger Stadium. If you actually uh, translate that to modern day, um, <laughs> it's, the, it's probably like 30,000 because everybody's so much wider now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is funny when you think like the uh, people used to throw food as like when they were mad at somebody. Like how mad would you have to be? Like everyone seems like they used to be hungry all the time. How mad would you have to be to actually throw food at somebody? Pretty mad. Yeah, it, it, I always think it's weird when people throw popcorn like in, in in stadiums like people just throw their whole popcorn bucket. I'm like you just spent $15 on a bucket of popcorn. And you're going to toss it on yeah, the but people that's in the front mascot. of you? That's the mascot dumping it on fans from the other team. <laughs> Fact number two. In 2018, a study in the Journal of Pediatrics and Child Health concluded that it takes an average of 1.71 days to poop out a swallowed Lego head. Now, Mike, I know you use Legos a lot. Is that accurate? Is it 1.71? Just because I I build Lego doesn't mean I swallow Lego. You don't accidentally swallow a Lego head here and there. And the old... uh wives tale about lego heads is there's a hole in the top so the kids don't choke on it so they could breathe um i don't know how true that is or not but that's what i've heard 
That's how poop gets stuck in there. That's why. <laughs> Speaking of Legos, Alex is in Legoland right now, everyone. Yeah, so if up. you're out and about and you just so happen to still see him there, I don't know when he's leaving, but you might just look for Alex. You might yeah. find him. This one is uh, interesting. My dad might like this one. In the 60s, Sean Connery's younger brother, Neil, who was not an actor, agreed to star in a James Bond knockoff called Operation Kid Brother. In it, he played the younger brother of the UK's premier super spy, and his character's name was Dr. Neil Connery. Was this the last movie he was into? (laughs) I think it was the last movie anyone associated with was ever in. No one made another movie. Yeah, I would believe that. Now, this one's for you, Mike. Typically, adults produce about two pints of gas each day, which sneaks or leaks out via an average of 14 farts per day. If that number seems low, don't worry, because apparently it's normal to pass up to 21 times a day. That sounds about right. I think, I I like think that's... that's both my, my wife must be like right at that 21 level right there. <laughs> what, you, what, you count how many times she farts? <laughs> uh, I Throwing think I just got a vote for this week. I got a vote. <laughs> I don't even need to say my fact. I already got a vote. <laughs> All right. And finally, uh, you know James Patterson? Uh, no, uh, not not the person from Twilight, right? <laughs> no, that's uh, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so James Patterson, he's uh, he's the author of Along Came a Spider, Kiss the Girls, like a million books. Oh, yeah, I know I know who he is. But people don't know that in 1982, he helped write the I'm a Toys R Us Kid jingle. Why would we know that? Because <laughs> he's famous. You should know that. Part of his uh, famous thing is that he wrote I'm a Toys R Us. How's it go again? I'm a big kid now. No, that's, that's pull-ups. Uh, I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Ah, uh, okay. See? Yeah, I, that rings a bell. Good thing we got, I cut out all the 45 minutes of me trying to think of the Toys R Us song. Hey, that, that company's been out of business now probably for about five years, I think. Yeah, I miss a good toy store. Kids, I feel bad for kids. You go to the mall, toy stores aren't the same. It's like almost entirely junk. Yeah, I, I don't know if I've even seen a toy store in the mall. At least any of the ones in our area. We have a Lego store, and that's about it. Yeah, it's usually like all the... It's just the cheap stuff. It's never like anything fun. Just a bunch of Funko Pops that are about to be dumped. Exactly. Oh, wait. We we should really do a fact on that. Oh, I did. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so since I am the winner of last week, and I've just now said six facts in a row, seven if you count uh, the one where Mike sleeps with a bunch of people's wives, um... I am opting to not go first this week. I'm going to go second. I'm going to back clean up. Mike, please talk for a while. I am tired. You're, you're like the nice Maloney because your brother, Alex, always goes first every time, no matter what. Yeah. Ask his wife. <laughs> so my fact, Pat, takes place during the Gilded Age. I don't know if you know. Uh, the one in the United States to be uh, specific, Not. I'm sure there's – plenty of gilded ages through different cultures or or like countries nope we, there's only one the only one uh this gilded age lasted between roughly 1877 and 1896 uh okay. so it happened right after um the 
reconstruction era. So like after civil, the civil war, there was a reconstruction era and they had to rebuild the country because we tore it to crap. Um, and then this, this era in general was known as like the era where a lot of monopolies happened. The rich became really super rich and the poor stayed poor. So like that, well, at least gap, that doesn't have it anymore. It doesn't happen anymore. This kind of started this whole gap. Like this is when like the super rich just kind of separated themselves out from the rest of society. Well, at least they should know. They should be happy knowing that there is no limit to how wide that gap can get. I mean, if you really think about it, there's billionaires and billionaires are in a whole nother league than like millionaires. And it, it just you can't even fathom the amount of money that one person has. Yeah, no, I can I can barely believe how much money I don't have. <laughs> it's just like a, we have no clue. We, we, we're um, kind of we'll never upset. know. Let's fight back. <laughs> I got a pitchfork. I've been sharpening it all week. <laughs> yeah, every morning I wake up, I got I got to sharpen my pitchfork for something. Alex is in here, and then we start a revolution immediately. So. About the this age, there was a tradition, and, it, and it, I'm putting this in quotations. They called it a bad old tradition. So that means it's a good new tradition. No. Uh, the tradition of the time for the rich folks, um, they held big bashes, big parties, and these parties sometimes had a name. Uh, oh, this is going to be uh, an episode we wish we didn't record. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, this is, Some of those names were poverty parties or oh, okay. be- beggars balls or rag parties. Beggars banquet? Yeah, that's that's probably thrown out there. They, they Anything to kind of mock the poor, they threw that in there as, as slang or lingo. Uh, to, just to break it down real quick, to, so you, so the people at home can get a picture of this. Uh, these parties were hosted by well-to-do people in really nice mansions. But to be funny and ironic, uh, the attendees were asked to wear disreputable clothing. Uh, the food was served uh, bland, extra bland, uh, and they would speak in what fun? they consider to be a poor dialects. Oh, yeah, they're just really... We just want people to know in history books that we are the bad guys. We we, wanted, we don't want there to be a mystery about who's wrong here. But at the time, they're having a gay old time. They were, they were yeah. having a blast, I'm sure of it. Um, I actually found an invitation from the time. You got invited? No, I didn't get invited. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I was going through my, you, my scrapbook. I'm like, oh, I do remember getting invited to this. <laughs> yeah. No, I wasn't around. February 1896. That's before my time. Only by a few years. You just Maybe our great-great-grandparents could have been invited to these poverty parties. If you switch those numbers around, you do get the year you were born. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I just made Mike think. <laughs> uh, don't do that. Um, so th- this uh, invitation on the top has said poverty social, but they spelled everything in a way that they mocked the people of yeah. the the poor people of the time. So the poverty was sp- spelled with capital P, capital O, capital V, 
and then a capital E and then the lowercase r. Was it backwards? Uh, they should have. And social was spelled with a capital S-O-S-H-U-L. These jerks. To me, it's like it almost looked like you'd see like something on Reddit. You know, you ever seen this post on Reddit where people like write in caps and lowercase and then yeah. caps to sound like to mock somebody like. Yeah, we were like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it reminded me of that. Like these these invitations were just like rife with misspelling errors on purpose and um, all sorts of mockeries. Um, the festivities promised at these. I, you might need to help me out because I don't know what a yellow kitten. Uh, I'll spell it out: Y E L L O C U T I N. Yellow cotton. What do you think that would know. be? I have no idea. The cake? Oh, I, Are they cutting cake? Yellow cotton? Yeah, maybe. Um, no speaking pieces, like speaking, but with a no G. Uh, so I'm assuming that's like people getting up and like sharing stories and. Jokes. Yeah, it just, it just sounds like mean spirited. It does, and singing songs with no G. So I guess they were ahead of the time on that. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. put G's on any of my words. I I refused. It's just too much time. I just leave the G out. Yeah. Uh, Sandberg, don't put the G on it. It's just Sandberg. Sandberg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, add it to the name. Add it to. The- <laughs> <laughs> uh. And there was a priz or prize, um, the most disreased looking man individual. Also, this woman that looked equally as bad. So I, I'm reading it as they spell it. It's it's all just appalling. Um, Did like the whole place like burn down? Is there is there like some like happy ending to this? <laughs> if we made a movie about this and uh, we could go back and kind of make fun of this culture Quentin we tarantino could burn it all up. down yeah we'll just do the quentin tarantino ending where all the bad guys die <laughs> fantastic yeah uh the dress code for the parties were every woman what comes must wear a poverty dress and apron <laughs> or something so, equally so appropriate <laughs> and leave her poodle derg at home <laughs> yeah this is making me more and more annoyed. And this is in the late eighteen hundreds. Yes, you know they probably still do this crap. Well, I, I'll bring that up here in a second. Uh, so, so they do. What? I know I just mentioned the dress code, but what is a poverty dress? You might ask. And um, this is actually taken from the fact that never was. Pat, you heard yeah. a little bit about this last week. The blob, the seaweed blob. No, the poverty dress. So. It kind of stood out to me, and uh, one of the poverty dresses that comes to mind was a feed sack dress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember So back in the day when when the common folk would buy items like flour and sugar, it would come in a gigantic, like, uh, cotton bag. And the the people would repurpose these bags as, like, dresses or undergarments or that sort of thing. Um and uh, it became so popular that, uh, among that, that demographic of people that uh, the company started like making the bags easier to repurpose as dresses and clothing. So they made the labels easy to remove so you didn't have to wear a dress that said flower on the front. <laughs> All right. I have – can I – I think I know what's going on here. 
you did record last week, but you didn't think your fact was up to snuff, so you uh, you workshopped it. You added all this preamble of this poor party, and now you're just giving the fact from last week. <laughs> no, I'm almost done. I'm almost done, Pat. Uh, I know all these things. <laughs> Let me guess. They started making them purposely so people could wear them. Yeah, they did. They started making them in colors like blue and pink, and then some ca- companies even added patterns. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, like I've heard this before. (laughs) I tried to sneak one past you. Um, But do you know which president wore a pair of flower sack pajamas? Wait, you didn't say this last week. Yeah, I did. You just did? uh, I'm quizzing you. Damn. Uh, I don't know. Was it uh, Roosevelt? Mm, No. His name uh, has cool in the word. Oh. Was it uh, Roosevelt? (laughs) <laughs> Calvin Coolidge. Damn, so close. So, yeah, that's pretty much my fact, uh, but I want to wrap it up with uh, these poverty balls kind of still exist. Um, I saw stories from, like, 2015 where uh, a seniority – or not, not – I saw some stories from 2015 where a sorority or a uh, fraternity, they held a poverty ball where people would go to, like uh, – Goodwill and buy clothes there. Yeah, and, wear. and that's that. kind of common, I think, nowadays is people going to Goodwill and buying stuff to wear at parties. Yeah, I think a seniority is a um, a sorority at an old folks home. <laughs> I'm gonna edit that out, anyways. Oh come on! It took me five minutes to think of that joke. <laughs> okay, it's not gonna make any sense now. All right, we'll leave it in. But now no, what do we do with this awkward You're space? pausing. All right, if you're listening at home, Mike is pausing because he secretly does want to cut all this out. He's doing it again. No, what, I thought you had other <laughs> things to say about this. I got nothing else to say. Okay. No, it's just like I've seen that before. Like It's just it's a little obnoxious because you go to Goodwill and people actually do shop there for legitimate purposes, and it's just it's just mocking. It's not even like rich people to do it. It's just like smug. I think it's just, it's a very smug thing to do. I, I don't even know if it is mocking. I think it's just like the trend now is the retro look and, and people are going there to buy the yeah. mom jeans and stuff. So I, I, I could see it's, it varying. Like some people are doing it to uh, be ironic. Some people are doing it because they think the older trends are cool. But then some people like me who go there my, to get mom jeans because they're the only ones that fit me comfortably. <laughs> Um, so my pa- fact uh, this week's called the poverty party. Well, yours is the poverty party. Mine is about the Pope. Y- you will have to admit it, though, Pat. I did make it a little bit better than last week's. It was, it was, but it was just so funny that when I thought you, you were like, I want to mention my fact from last week, and I was like, wait, this is just a fact from last week. <laughs> well, people right. at home don't know. Well, you know, some of us had to like actually try to find a new fact. My fact from last week, which I don't remember at the moment, <laughs> is forever lost. To be fair, the fact from last week was like two minutes, and you said you found it on the on the sly. Uh, well, this fact isn't going to be much longer, um, but I actually this is a fact I thoroughly enjoyed, and it opens up to I wouldn't mind looking up a book about this and reading more into this. This is a gateway fact. I'll check back with you next week to see if you actually found a book. It's going to be what happened this week, which is I forgot what my fact was last week. All right. So in the ninth century, the Pope, you've heard of the Pope, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. They had a special power. They could crown the Holy Roman Emperor. And naturally, people had a lot of vested interest in who the emperor was. So there was a lot of political Game of Thrones style intrigue surrounding the pope and the emperor. In October of 891, Pope Formosus was elected Stephen V's successor. And, you know, apparently he had to reluctantly elect the Duke of Spoleto, Guy II. Spaghetti? And then later, <laughs> what? The Duke of Spaghettios? Yes. I, I, I misspoke. It's the Duke of Spaghettios. The Duke of... Well, actually, I'm not going to make fun of this guy because he does not sound like somebody you want to get on the wrong side of. The Duke of Spoleto and his son, Lambert, They were the, he elected them the co-Holy Roman Emperors. It's never a good idea to do a co of anything. Like It's always a bad sign. Like, oh, uh, you're going to be the co-best man or you're going to be... Yeah. Somebody's gonna hold resentment. Something bad's gonna happen. You're gonna be the co-groom. That no. never works out. No. <laughs> um. Well, so he actually that wasn't the issue. I think the the co-emperors got along just fine. The father and son, they were up to their no good. So stuff. it was like the Tom Brady and his son. They were like kissing and kissing and, for a while and cuddling yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, everything the Pope would be into. Yeah. Um. So, in an attempt to liberate Rome uh, from the Spalatian Holy Roman Empire, the Pope Formosus asked King Arnulf of the East Franks to invade Italy. So, he went and he found himself his own emperor. And he was going to, you know, fight these guys, get rid of them, and save the day. Unfortunately, King Arnulf would suffer from paralysis, and he was forced to return to Germany. It was it from like a sickness, you think, or? Uh, I could have looked that part up, but that's part of the intrigue. <laughs> or was he I, was he part of the old uh, poop disaster where he fell through the floor? <laughs> exactly, he might have been. Part you have of to that. listen back to previous facts to find that out, that one out. Mike's facts have lots of poop in them. No. Um. So he tries to make a coup, right? Like he tries to elect a new emperor, and then shortly after. Pope Formosus himself would die. Wait, so they, they didn't want a paralyzed person on the throne? Well, I don't. Th- I just think he, you know, had to go back home. I, you know, I'm sure a paralyzed person could make a fine emperor. Yeah. Thanks for cover. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for speaking from the heart. Yeah. Uh, Mike does not think that I do. Um, so they had to get another pope. <laughs> they had to get another pope. So now this is uh. Pope Formosus dies. He tried to take over. It did not work. Uh, pope Boniface the Sixth was oh, wow. elected. He sounds like yeah. a pope that would wear one of those puffy white jackets. Well, unfortunately, we'll never know. Oh, because he was elected pope in April of eight ninety six, and two weeks later he died. Oh, maybe he because he wasn't wearing a puffy white jacket. If folks don't it's, know, uh, there was a. a recent picture that leaked of the Pope wearing a puffy white jacket, but it turned out to <laughs> <Yeah>. be AI. <laughs> was it? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. This yeah. is what I, see, I'm not going to stop looking into things because I was much happier thinking that the Pope wore that jacket. Um, so he died two weeks later. Now, there are differing opinions. Some people say he was killed by the gout. Other people think he was killed by Stephen the Sixth. Um, those Who people is... would be correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's Who no way Stephen he the died from the gout. <laughs> 
Like people uh, just Stephen don't die like two Pope. weeks later after being promoted yeah. <laughs> to yep. a high position. There, so it's it, this whole fact is just crazy. All the popes that just get, you know, eliminated. Yeah. So you had fatality. The first <laughs> he died, and then the next one died two weeks later. So then he was. People say he was killed by Pope Stephen the Sixth. Now Pope Stephen the Sixth was really good friends with those uh, co-Holy Roman emperors. Remember from earlier? Oh, yeah. Way back to Who could ago. forget? Yeah. Um, so he was buddies with them, and they really wanted to just squash the whole Pope Formosus, like faction. They just wanted to embarrass them, get rid of anything he did as Pope. So they had to put him on trial. Th- those trials are usually called a potpourri. Yes, <laughs> that's good. So, um, they, so Britannica.com would call this the grisliest, or one of the grisliest events in papal history, the Cadaver Synod, or the Synodus Horrenda. Oh, that sounds terrible. So, <laughs> well, they put the, the Pope Formosus on trial, and I don't know if you remember, he's dead. So they put a dead corpse on trial? So they dug up his corpse. They dressed him up as the Pope. Gout and all. They, well, no, no. The gout Pope was, like, oh. I guess, buried just fine. There's so many Popes that have died. <laughs> Bro, this is the fourth Pope, three of which have died already. Um, so they, yeah, so they, they, it's insane. So just to prove their point, they dressed up a dead body. They found the Pope, dressed him up in his I'm Pope sure he card. smelled great. Put him on trial, essentially just, you know, mocked him and uh, undid all the things that he did as Pope. They said it was, you know, wrong and he did, you know, all this stuff. And it sounds like a party that used to happen in the Gilded Age. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, so obviously Pope Formosus uh, was found, I guess, guilty. Everything he did as Pope was void. And at the end of the trial, Pope Stephen VI had his body dragged through the streets and then dumped in Damn. the Tiber River or the Tiber River? One or the other. It's the Tiber, I think. The Tiber. It, Is it, it the could Tiber have tur- really turned into like a Weekend at Burnings type thing, but... We should make that movie. With the Pope. <laughs> With the Pope. Set in the same time period, but every time someone plays like a mandolin, he gets up and starts dancing. <laughs> um, so, yes. So the cadaver... Synod is one of like the most disgusting things that Pope has ever done, which was put a dead body of a Pope on trial and then throw it in the river. river. <laughs> yes. It sounds like something from um, Game of Thrones though, doesn't it? It really does. Um a few months later, Pope Stephen was removed from office during an insurrection, and he was imprisoned and himself strangled to death. Oh, by the gout. <laughs> yes, he was strangled by the gout. Um Apparently, the bloodshed and terror would continue for another 12 years. So, there's, um, that's what I'm just, my fact is about the cadaver synod. But there is, um, the, the faction that got rid of Pope Stephen, they took over and named their own Pope. But then this, uh, faction that Pope Stephen was a part of named Pope Sergius Third. I think. I didn't write it down. Um, and he was killing people left and right, um. It was crazy. Sounds like you could bring this in as a new fact each week. What's going on with the popes? 
Uh, you know what? Maybe I'll do that because Alex no, doesn't please know. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's my fact, the cadaver synod fact about the popes. A lot of this is like cool. Like if if I went to church and they talked about all this drama, I'd be paying attention. Yeah, no, that that would never happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not going to talk about the. They're not going to talk, talk about anything exciting or. Uh, I'm not going to bash it, but yeah. It's going to, it's all, all right, carry on. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Uh, Mike is at a loss for words. That's when you know it's a good fact and something about religion. (laughs) (laughs) All right. No, that's my fact. Uh, So this week we have my fact, which was the cadaver synod fact. And my fact fact, was was the the, poverty fact. The pop, well, no, it was the poverty party fact. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And why are we naming these facts? What can listeners do? They can go to factoffpodcast.com and vote for the favorite. The link is in the show notes right below uh, the notes if you want to read them. But there's a blue link there. It's easy. You can't miss it. Click on that. Vote for your favorite fact. There's oh, only two this week, so it's easy choice. My my fact. Well, no, there's a third fact. Remember other. Oh, yeah. You have to spell the, the seaweed blob fact uh, correctly. Yeah, write that in there, and you better spell it right. Yeah, I hope that wins. <laughs> so, all right. Thanks for listening to the Fact Off. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you have an iPhone. If you don't, get on your computer and go to the browser and just give us a review on the browser version of uh, Apple Podcasts. Because, you know, that's the only place people look at reviews, honestly. Yeah, uh, you could also leave them on uh I think some people use Spotify, so you can maybe do that. But uh, I've never heard of somebody uh, leaving a review on Spotify, but it's possible. Yeah, we're trying to get one of those $100 million <coughs> contracts. So, Yeah. Joe Rogan, look out. I choked on it because I knew it was such a impossibility. Yeah, I was I wondering. I was gonna about to call your wife and say, hey, uh, go down and give Pat the Heimlich. <laughs> but you didn't. I didn't. I didn't have her number. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week with hopefully Alex. Maybe you'll have some good stories about Legoland. I doubt it. Goodbye. Bye.